far grimmer tale now of desperation and exploitation of a journey all the way from Nepal to Syria. It's the story of Nepalese girls orphaned in last year's earthquake and chasing the dream of working for rich families in the Middle East. But when traffickers fly them to Syria, Iraq and to other war-torn countries, they're sold into brothels and dance bars, unable to return home. Nicola Kelly reports on the efforts aid agencies are making to repatriate the victims. Two nations both in the grip of a crisis. The first is war-torn Syria in the Middle East. The second is Nepal here in South Asia, where an earthquake devastated great swathes of the country last year, exposing vulnerabilities that opportunistic human trafficking gangs are now rushing in to exploit. The girl doesn't know where Syria is and what is happening. She dreams that oh, Syria is the most beautiful country. She will go into or she is going to earn a lot of money. Bishwal Ram Kadka from Maiti Nepal, an international development organisation, told me they've seen a 20% increase in the number of women and girls trafficked overseas since the earthquake, with a significant shift towards war-torn countries like Syria and Iraq. And what information are the girls being given that are travelling to Iraq and Syria and places? They, they don't let them uh, know the where the country will be, their destination. Oh, it's some in place. And even if you tell the Iraq, they, they don't know what Iraq are going through. You know, they don't know what Syria is going through right now. And then confined in a, in a home, they are not allowed to go outside. Their passport is confiscated and uh, they're sexually abused by the uh, master and family members and the, maybe his friends and all these things. Fourteen-year-old Man Maya Tamang is one of nearly 400 Nepalese minors lured into a trafficking network in the last three months. Maya was orphaned last year, her home reduced to rubble. Nima, a friendly, well-dressed lady in her early 40s, told her of the golden dream, working in a grand mansion in the Middle East, and so she set off without hesitation. I felt happy that I could start a new life. But when I arrived at the border, the guards began to interrogate me and the lady I was travelling with. Then they took me aside and told me I was being taken to a dangerous country. I was really scared. According to the latest statistics from Nepal's Ministry of Women, Children and Social Welfare, 88% of female trafficking victims have been sold overseas for sexual purposes, primarily to work in brothels. Mina Pudel, policy advisor at the International Organisation for Migration, describes to me the rapid expansion of sex trafficking networks since the earthquake. The recruiting agencies, there are more than 700 in this country, registered one. The pro-trafficking agencies are much more organised and uh, powerful in terms of money, in terms of political access and in terms of uh, social power. There are more than 500 agents. Again, uh, I'm talking about the registered agent. You can imagine unregistered agent. We don't know how many of them are. The tactics the recruiting agents use have also developed over the last year with reports that prepubescent girls are being force-fed growth hormones to make them more attractive to customers looking for a womanly purchase. Bishwa from Maiti, Nepal again. We have rescued uh, at the age of seven. Um, those girls were sold and it is believed that every this kind of myth going around in uh, this industry is that if you have a sex with the younger and virgin girls, 
your HIV is going to be cured. So because of this, people are looking for a young and virgin. But it doesn't end there. Even those who are prevented from travelling and the few who are repatriated to Nepal face stigmatisation when they return to their communities. Bipan Shah, a counsellor at Shakti Samuha, an aid organisation, describes the psychosocial issues for women and girls readapting to life in Nepal. An initial phase, uh, they are crying, they're feeling isolation, you know, no eye contact, self-esteem very low, attitude problem. So many um, symptoms are uh, with them. Recovery efforts are well underway in Nepal, with funding flooding in from international and local NGOs. But while the physical reconstruction is progressing, social structures have been neglected, providing fertile recruitment ground for manpower agencies to exploit vulnerable women and girls. The next challenge for the Nepalese authorities and the international community will be how to prevent these networks from growing and protect those who are at risk or who have returned to their communities. Nicola Kelly in Nepal reporting on the desperate orphans who end up being trafficked to Syria, Iraq and elsewhere in the Middle East. Um, this is a live edition of News Hour, as we are always live. But if you can't always catch us as we go out on air, do look for our podcast. BBC News Hour podcast uh, is what, what you need to search for on your search engine or in your MP3 provider. <laughs>